the Sunbelt schedule makers didn't do G.J. Kinney and the Texas State Bobcats any favors. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I am your host, Dave Schultz. Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, we will also discuss uh, the uh, Sunbelt Conference Tournament. We'll uh, make our picks for the Tuesday ballgames today. Uh, coming up, you do have uh, Coastal Carolina taking on Arkansas State and Texas State taking on uh, Georgia State. The first game is at uh, 5 p.m., uh, I believe, Central Time. Coastal Carolina and Arkansas State, and then Texas State and Georgia State will play afterwards. Shockingly, they've allowed uh, two and a half hours for the time slot. Usually it's two hours, and it never starts on time. All right, so yesterday we talked about how South Alabama's schedule and team line up for them to make a New Year's six-day bowl run. Now, those questions will be answered very quickly, right? They could very easily lose to Tulane and easily lose to Oklahoma State. But if they come away with victories and actually and beat Southeastern <clears throat> they will be three and oh and probably in the top 25 and just keep on going up the rankings as long as they win now on the other hand you got G.J. Kinney's uh Texas State Bobcats Malik Hornsby coming in as the a transfer from Arkansas as the new quarterback and this schedule is brutal just absolutely brutal if i think i lost it uh for uh oh there we go for texas state four of their first six games are on the road the two home games are jackson state i know Dion is not there anymore but jackson state and nevada or i think maybe nevada either way they start out at baylor Thank you. Then at UTSA, okay. Then you get Jackson State and Nevada. And then you're at Southern Miss and you're at Louisiana. I'm sure uh, Coach Kinney would look at it. Well, well, that's a great opportunity. We can announce our presence with authority. Like Nuke Lelouch in Boulderham. <clears throat> Except some of these teams are, you know, dead red fastball hitters uh, as well. So it'll be interesting to see G.J. Kinney wanting to light up the scoreboard. And he's going up against pretty good defenses in Baylor and in Southern Miss. Will Hall will be into year three. Dave Aranda. Is it year four already for Dave Aranda? Uh, And so we'll see if Baylor can uh, get a little better uh, next season. Uh, as well now then it gets easier obviously if four of your first six games are on the road then four of your final six games are at home they do get ulm and troy at home uh then georgia southern they actually have a three-game homestand so uh and an off week in there so they don't go on the road for a month their road games uh, october 7th at louisiana their next road game is november 11th at coastal but that's still at coastal and we'll see if that's Grayson McCall or not. That is, you know, up in the air as of right now. I mean, he's 
Let's rephrase that. Grayson McCall is back at Coastal Carolina. We'll see what happens post-spring practice and in the transfer portal if he's sticking around. Who knows? He tried it once. It did not work. Uh, So after at Coastal, then Texas State goes to Arkansas State. We'll see if some of those recruits, they've had a couple of good recruiting classes up there by by Butch Jones, see if those guys can come around. Uh, And then they do host, Texas State does host South Alabama. So you have to figure one of the two things is going to happen. Uh, and we're presuming everybody's healthy, right? That quarterbacks stay healthy and, you know, the teams are not ravaged with injuries. Uh, you know, that South Alabama could have a magical season, but they got to go into San Marcos, into San Marcos and, you know, beat the Bobcats. Or Texas State could be looking, you know, at the very least to be bowl eligible, I'm sure Texas State and G.J. Kinney would be looking at it as, well, this is a great opportunity for Texas State because they do not have – there is not really a cakewalk. I don't think now, obviously, Jackson State, you know, all of Deion's players, including his kid, you know, transferred to uh, Colorado. Uh, But this is going to be tough. That is a tough way to start out. At Baylor, at UTSA, you do have two games at home. But then you're going to Southern Miss, which will not be an easy place to play. And then you're going to uh, Lafayette to play the Cajuns. That is that is a brutal schedule to begin with for Texas State. Welcome to uh, the Sun Belt. I was trying to go over and look at some other teams that had, going over all the teams, uh, schedules. You know, App State's got North Carolina. We don't really know about App State because we don't know about their quarterback yet, how good uh, they're going to be. And we don't know about the Georgias. You know, Georgia Southern is pretty good. Georgia State can be okay. You know, Marshall has the experience and the defense. Army seems to be sprinkled in to all of the, a lot of the Sunbelt teams again. So I was trying to find out, you know, who, who has maybe an easier schedule so far. I Even South, South Alabama's schedule is not easy. They have potential to do well with it, but it's not, I wouldn't say easy. And Texas State's is absolutely brutal. You look at James Madison, they play one home game in the first four. They host Bucknell, then they're at Virginia, they're at Troy, and they're at Utah State. They do get South Alabama at home and Georgia Southern, then at Marshall. Old Dominion at home at Georgia State. UConn, which was much to prove, much improved last year under Jim Moore Jr., App State, and then at Coastal. So, I mean, the beginning of the season is just brutal for James Madison. Let's see about Troy, the defending uh, champions, what they're looking at. They're, they get Stephen F. Austin at Kansas State. They get James Madison week three. Then Western Kentucky. I think they they did a number on Western Kentucky last year, to be honest with you. And that's Austin Reed. And they did a number. They did a big-time number on South Alabama in the the, uh, bowl game, in the New Orleans Bowl. But I think they beat them last year. Yeah, they beat them 34-27. Yeah. Troy did a number on them. Let's see how that game went. Let's see what Austin Reed did here. Austin Reed... Uh, 39 of 56 for 406 yards, three touchdowns. Gunnar Watson only had, didn't have that good of a ball game. 15 to 28, 202 yards and an 
interception. Where did turnovers here or something like that? I mean, Western Kentucky had two turnovers to Troy's one. So um, Troy did stop Western Kentucky from running the football 64 yards and Troy rushed it for 135 yards. I mean, it's a relatively even ball game, to be honest with you. Time of possession was even. Uh, yardage was in favor of Western Kentucky. Now, was this uh, kind of having the ball last? Oh, Western Kentucky fumbled the ball away at the end of, uh, oh, with a minute left, they fumbled the ball away on the Troy 32-yard line. Whew. All right. That's the way that game ended. Okay. Anyways, uh, the point is uh, Texas State's going to have a tough go of it to begin with in uh, the Sun Belt. So, and let's see Troy's one more time. Let's see Troy one more time. I didn't think their schedule was all that uh, difficult. Depends on their QB play, and, and they are replacing a couple of key players. I mean, they're at Georgia State, Arkansas State, Army, at Texas State, South Alabama. They don't have – they have two games on the road, and then and then they get two games at home. They don't have the toughest of all schedules. They do not. The November is not going to be easy. South Alabama, at Monroe, Cajuns, at Southern Miss. So And before that, at Army and at Texas State. Army should have beaten Troy last year. They missed a field goal. Uh, that wouldn't have ruined anything for Troy outside of not having as many wins, but they still would have won uh, the Sun Belt. All right, let's take a, a timeout. We will preview uh, today's action uh, in the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. It is tipping off in Pensacola. You do have Coastal Carolina taking on Arkansas State and Texas State taking on Georgia State. But before that, let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. You're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want to get all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. So far, mission accomplished. Taking off the pounds. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right real chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter peanut butter brownie excuse me and coconut almond i'm not sure how bill does it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they're healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to your nearest walmart today Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, which is where I get mine, run in and grab a 13-bar box with their hit flavors, brownie batter, churro. You can thank me later. Uh, they are. They're good. They are really good. The problem is they can get it to me. Uh, they can. Uh, you can eat them one too many and and. The calories aren't a lot. Protein can be a lot. That's a lot of protein uh, in a snack bar. Uh, all right, Dave Schultz back with more Locked On Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. Uh, we will also go over the all Sunbelt teams at the end of uh, the show. Not sure there is a huge miss. Someone did mention maybe someone from ODU did miss. But 
didn't make it. But the first team, at least, was uh, right up there. Okay, so first off is Coastal Carolina and Arkansas State. That is coming up uh, at 5 p.m. Uh, today. And we will be down there for that. And all of a sudden, don't look now, but Arkansas State is not playing too poorly. Like, they were bad for most of the season. Like, really bad. They had a bunch of guys hurt. They've won two out of the last three. They beat Georgia State 75-70 uh, a week ago, and they wrapped up the regular season with a 64-61 win over Pesky Monroe. Even gave uh, the Cajuns a little bit of a game, 85-74. They gave Troy a game, lost 67-62. Uh, a couple games before that, Texas State 66-62, which they lost. Now, they did get they did have a big win over Coastal Carolina, 73-57. And that win was only their second in the Sun Belt all season. They went from their first game in the Sun Belt, which was Old Dominion. They beat the Monarchs 60-57. They started out the season 9-5, 1-0 in conference play. And then when they beat Coastal Carolina, that made them 10-14 and 4-8 and and in conference play. That was rough. But, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Arkansas State went to 2-10 and 10 in the conference and 10-15 and 15, uh, overall. In between their two conference victories, right? They were, yeah, 9-5, and five, and they proceeded to lose 10 straight ballgames before they won another one. Now, all of a sudden, they've won two out of their last three, uh, including, oh, it's about a month ago already, right? When did they... Uh, beat Coastal, yeah, February 4th. I'm not sure how much you can take from that as a 15-point game. It's a while ago. Let's. I, I'm going to take Arkansas State in this ballgame, uh, as it turns out. Uh, Coastal Carolina has lost uh, three in a row. They lost to Texas State by three. They lost to Georgia Southern by eight, and they got hammered by Troy 95-74 to wrap up the regular season. Coastal is actually favored by one and a half. I presume it'll be a close ball game. Matchup predictor on ESPN.com has Coastal Carolina winning it 68% of the time. I'm going to take Arkansas State in this one. Um, presume they're getting a little healthier as they had a bunch of guys hurt. And all of a sudden they've won two out of three and are playing pretty good basketball where Coastal is not. Coastal has lost three straight. On the other side of the bracket, when that ball game is done, you will get Texas State and uh, Georgia State, not the way that uh, either one of these schools wanted to uh, play this season. They, they, they both just really struggled. Uh, uh, Georgia State, Jonas Hayes, just, uh, just a, a bad year for what is a perennial power in you know, the Sun Belt. They went 20-10 and 10, uh, this year. A lot of turnover, I get it. But they played Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament last year. They were the, they were the, you know, they went eight, 18 and 10. Didn't have a great season, but they won the conference tournament, you know, and they're always there. They're usually always uh, there, always having, you know, double digit wins. Although the last few years, they weren't all that great. 16 wins a couple of games ago, a couple of seasons ago, 19 wins uh, last year. But they're generally a perennial power. And this year, 10 and 20 overall. And in the conference, 
I see three wins in the conference. That is, that's a struggle. Yeah, three and 15 uh, in the conference. That's a struggle. Uh, Texas State also, you know, they've had, they were the regular season champs last year, and they just did not play well this season. Really pesky team with a Mason Harrell on there, and they don't go away. You know, um, the second to last game that South played this year was against um, Texas State, and it really should have been a 20 point ball game. And South Alabama had to hang on to win it 76 67. Like they just, like Texas State would just not go away. They gave Southern Miss all they could handle. They are, they're really tough. They're really relentless. And, you know, you're winning, you're winning by double digits, and all of a sudden, uh, you look up and it's like a four point ball game. Uh, Mason Harrell, one of the better players in the league, and just kind of is smaller than Isaiah Moore. And you're wondering how he does it. He's five listed, listed, five nine, 145. He averaged 16 points a ball game this year. He, he's, he's just a really good basketball player, one of those guys that. You despise when he's on the other team, but you love to have him when he's on your team because plays you know, more than 33 minutes a game. Was banged up a little bit. Uh, I think he got banged up in a game against Southern Miss and didn't come out to play the second half. And yet, Texas State gave Southern Miss all they could handle in that ball game. So uh, I'm going to go with a Texas State uh, in this ball game. Texas State favored by four and a half, but only oddly enough, only a 52% uh, chancing that they're going to win. That's I, All right, so I'm not going to even try to figure out the matchup predictor <laughs> on ESPN. All right, so let me get this straight. Coastal Carolina is a one-and-a-half point favorite, but they have like a 65% chance of winning or whatever I said it was. And Texas State is a four-and-a-half point uh, spread, but only a 52.7% chance of winning. All right, so I got uh, Texas State and I got Arkansas State, and we will be down there for the game games on Tuesday. We're just going to go back and forth. It's all of, I really think it's like get on the highway and 45 minutes to the exit. So it's a little further down after that uh, to get down to the arena, but it's uh, a really a rather a straight shot. All right, let's take another time out. Uh, we'll come back and look over uh, the all Sunbelt teams that were announced on uh, Monday. Again, I don't think they got too much wrong. I, you could have, a lot of guys could have gotten the, you know, newcomer of the year award. Uh, so that could be one place for argument, but it went to somebody who was uh, deserving. All right. Uh, again, thank you so much for continuing to subscribe uh, and, and listen to the podcast and watch the podcast. I think we just had our best show ever. The South Alabama show was basically the best show ever. So we are continuing to grow. Please uh, if you see it on uh, YouTube, like it. If you see it on Facebook, like it and share it. Uh, really does uh, help me out. Helps out the podcast. And again, the more people who see it, the better chances that I have people who want to come on the podcast uh, to talk about a Sunbelt uh, sports. Eventually, you know, we will. Uh, spring football is right around the corner. So we'll be doing that. But also once basketball is over, then we can mo focus more on uh, on baseball along with um uh, spring football and maybe a little uh, softball Cajuns, by the way, raging Cajun softball did split with uh, LSU. They gave the LSU Tigers their first loss of the season that oddly enough, each visiting team won 
each visiting team won. Cajuns beat LSU in Baton Rouge, and then LSU returned the favor by beating the Cajuns in Lafayette. So, again, thanks very much for uh, tuning in. And if you uh, would sub would subscribe, would subscribe, it is much appreciated. All right, uh, quickly, uh, the all Sun Belt teams. See if I can find this. Maybe on my uh, Twitter feed. Probably was in a. Uh, email but the five first teamers were the, the five leading scorers in the conference i don't think that surprises uh anybody uh tavian kinsey was uh tavian kinsey was the uh leading scorer in the conference and he was your player of the year no surprise there kevin samuel was the defensive player of the year uh, for South Alabama. Austin Crowley was the newcomer of the year from Southern Miss. Mike uh, uh, Hand Loganton. I'm not sure I'm getting that right. He's a freshman of the year from Marshall. Sixth man of the year, Terrence Edwards from James Madison. And uh, Joe Gottfried, coach of the year, was Jay Ladner from Southern Miss. 26 losses to 25 wins. I mean, you can't do much better than that. All right, all uh, Sun Belt first team. Jordan Brown from the Cajuns. It was ridiculous against South Alabama on Saturday. Didn't miss the first six shots in the second half, something like that. Uh, uh, Tavian Kinsey from Marshall, Andrew Taylor from Marshall, Isaiah Moore from South Alabama, and Austin Crowley from Southern Miss. Those are no surprises, all right? All Sun Belt second team, again with the names, Andre Sabrazov from Georgia Southern, Terrence Edwards from James Madison, Greg Williams, local product uh, from... um, the Lafayette area for the Cajuns. Uh, Felipe Hasse, who had a big ball game against, uh, I think it was ULM to wrap up the season uh, for Southern Miss. And Zay Williams, who had a nice season for Scott Cross and Troy uh, made it. All right, all Sunbelt third team, Donovan Gregory from App State, Jamari Blackman from ULM, Chauncey uh, Jenkins from Old Dominion, Kevin Samuel actually made all uh, Sunbelt third team as well. DeAndre Pinckney had a good season from Southern Miss and Mason Harrell, from a Texas State uh, was 13. They actually had six guys on there. We did get a um, suggestion from uh, Ted Alexander. I think he's the voice of um, the Monarchs. Uh, of course, going to be a little biased, but that's okay. Uh, always tough choices, but I would have found a spot for ODU's double-double machine, uh, Mecky Long, on that list uh, as well. So, yes. So, obviously, it's, a t- it's tough to do that, and I'm certainly not going to say other than the five guys that got voted on there and Mason Harrell did see DeAndre Pinky, uh, Pinkney play, but going to be tough for me to suggest others who maybe I was not as familiar with. Again, uh, the Hassey and the Zay Williams and the Greg Williams, very uh, familiar with, and, uh, and of course, uh, Mason Harrell uh, as well. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Locked on uh, Sunbelt. We will be at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament on uh, later today as it turns out. And then we get an off day and then we come back on Thursday, South Alabama playing first thing in uh, the morning. So we're looking forward uh, to that uh, as well. Again, thanks so much for subscribing. Thanks for uh, tuning in uh, and please continue to, you know, spread the word. We are having a blast doing Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.